Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 1055 The King. Get the King out at 1055theking.com and the Boss Hit me up on Instagram, The Boss Man Show, Twitter at Boss Man Show, and Facebook, Boss Man Show. It's The Boss Man on your radio. Listen to The Boss Man Show with your host, JR, Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King. What's up, good people? Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball boxing, golf, and more. Better Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online when the game starts. Boss man, so you see that big C behind you. That means Slidell's head coach, the Bulldogs are with me, Coach Ed Conroy. Back for the second time, Slidell's second year, the, the second step there. Coach Conroy, good to see you, man. Looking great, man. I see you, man. I love the background, brother. Oh, thank you. That's it. one one of our our uh, our improvements over the first year. A lot of, trying to get a lot done in your first year, and that's uh, one of the things was kind of redoing the offices a little bit. So happy to share that with you. <laughs> yes, indeed, Coach. I'll be for you, man. We talked last year around this time, man. Uh, how fast is this year flown on by, man? Since we talked last year to from last year to now, man. How fast has it went for you, man? Incredible. I, you know, when I saw that we were that you uh, we were going to get together again, I thought, wow, it's already been a year. I couldn't believe it'd been a year. Um, you just have so many things you're trying to get done, and and the list is endless in that first year. But uh, and then the way the calendar is now with recruiting and the guys being able to be on campus in the summer, um, just uh, just feels nonstop. But it, but it's a great feeling. It's a great feeling because you're doing something you love, and you you know you're very grateful to be able to do it. And I've got. Uh, Terrific group of guys and almost an entirely new group. And uh, so getting to know them this summer has been a lot of fun. I hear that, Coach. You know what, man? Uh, I feel like that's the best part about it, baby. We have a whole new group. You got to get those chess pieces together, kind of move them around, evaluate what you have, kind of figure out what you truly have is what you can get to that untapped potential that you can kind of tap into. We're seeing what you have. It's all being so new. Oh, every day. You know, they we get four hours on the court with these guys in the summer now per week. Um, but every day you go out there and we do, we do a lot of about one hour workouts and things like that, but you feel like you're unwrapping the new Christmas present every time you go out there. Cause I've got so many young, new young guys that, uh, you kind of see what they what they can do and you start getting excited about what, uh, what the season can be. And when I'm being so young, coach, they're already as callous yet. They want to be in the gym. They want to learn more. It's- 
you kind of like learn new things from you because you have been veteran in this game for so much so long, man. So those young guys treat, treat to me, coach, because like they have that energy, man. Like, oh yes, teach me more, show me more, more than an older guy I was like, okay, coach, I've been through this already. I know, I know, I know. These young guys really take that teaching and coaching very, very, very well. You know, it really is, and I and I would say across the country, um, obviously, there's different opinions on the transfer portal and. The, this era that we're in with collective and NIL and guys changing rosters. But uh, I don't think at the end of it, at the any coach loves to get out there on the floor and teach. Um, and when you have a new group, uh, I, I think that's always exciting. It's always, there's just a different buzz in the air. Uh, and these guys have been terrific. They've been, they've put a lot of time in the gym. It's been fun to see them. And, you know, I've only been here, I've been back for one year, uh, but they're all asking me, you know, questions. I, I've got to show them, you know, what we're all about and, 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 and talk about what we're all about. And I get to show them Charles and the Cidolo. It's a, uh, it's a neat time. No doubt coach. And I feel like this, man, this time of year, I know for me, when I was with my guys, uh, I was a better, better player when I was with my guys at Nashville. when I wasn't, uh, in Atlanta doing my own thing. Cause I feel like hold me up more accountable. I'm going to work harder. I'm going to get in the gym. So I don't want to be the oddball that been in the gym work, working. I don't be I don't be the oddball not being in the weight room. So I feel like them been on campus with you guys now, able to be had those four hours a week, man. It's feels that accountability factors where it gets them to be a more of a team because you know I both know this coach. Come fall and come into the wintertime, it be some adversity gonna hit. But this you feel that chemistry now. So when it happens, you still have to be together. They connected as you all both know, and I both know which is good sports in the win games. No question. Every team goes through this where you're trying to learn a lot of things but when you but when, when that team first gets together it, it's just in our nature we're competitive and, and guys start trying to you know see where they fit where they're going to fit during the year but but like you said this time of year um they kind of take a step back and they, and they can really focus on learning getting better individually all, all those type of things and because we all know once we start getting in october every one of those practices those guys can be fighting for playing time uh then you hit november and you got those early season games and uh, people want to put you in or out of the tournament after one game, <laughs> you know, yeah. two games. And and it just – everything changes. The, the noise level changes. So to be in the gym with your guys, uh, with with no but no other voices, no other noise out there, uh, this is a special time of year. And, and Coach, man, uh, for you, man, I know last year, man, you had some tough games and close games, man. Talk about how you get the young team to execute when it's late game situations. I know a lot of times you learn to win by doing it, you know. And those games some games you could have won last year because they were really, really close. So talk about getting them to understand they had to execute late game scenarios. So next year they're well lost last year but win this year. No question. And you know I thought last year's team uh we were able to I thought we were kind of able to figure it out. And we were able to get a late February home game against Furman, our best team in our league obviously did well in the NCAA tournament. We beat them at home and then uh and then we had Wofford coming in a couple of days later, had a chance to win that one. And then, you know, we had a couple unfortunate injuries. We lost both of our centers, and, and, and we weren't deep enough last year to kind of withstand that. But our team went through that exact process you're talking about, learning how to win games. And early on, I thought there was a couple. We had Longwood at home and a couple others where we had the lead with a minute or two minutes to go, and we just didn't pull it out, didn't finish it off. And um, I think you got to put them in those situations a lot. Uh, I think you have to grow that mental toughness. I think that's one of the things I talk to our guys a lot about is how the Citadel helps me develop players. What we do on a daily basis uh, with with our academic part of our school, but also the military part of our school, um, it, it, it's tough and it, and it does grind you. You know, you have to have some grit to go through, and I think I think it helps develop mental toughness. But when they're freshmen, uh, they certainly need every one of those reps they can get. You know, and um, any nothing like winning a couple of close games early 
to to get you to the you know end of the year. I did have a couple of grad transfers last year. Austin Ash, who had a great year for me from Iowa. Elijah Morgan, who had a good year for us from Notre Dame. But they had never really played those stretch minutes, you know, uh, the fourth quarter, if you will, at the places they were. So it took them a while, even though they were older. They were certainly guys we counted on to score down the stretch for us and lead us. But it, they needed some game reps as well. And, Coach, you got three grad transfers uh, this this time around feeling your roster. Talk about those young men and what they're going to bring to your roster was a veteran presence for, for all you guys who are freshmen and sophomores, man, who, who are learning to steal. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you right now, I'm going to put a lot on their plate. I'm going to put a lot on their plate, and I know they can handle it. Um, Quentin Malore-Brown from Vanderbilt, I had I was had the pleasure of being on Coach Stackhouse's staff and Coach Quentin, you know, a couple of years ago. Uh, Winston Hill, his father and I played together here at the Citadel, so I've known Winston a long time. And then Elijah Morgan, the young man I already mentioned, who, who came in from Notre Dame, he had two years left. So, But those three guys, not only are they going to be, you know, um, out there on the floor a lot for us and be counted on to do everything, um, they also have to be our leaders. And we, just by nature, taking over the program, we have those three grad transfer seniors, if you will, but we have we don't have any senior scholarship players. We don't have any junior scholarship players. We have four sophomores and six freshmen. So their their job as far as being leaders and reaching down to those young guys uh, is going to be huge. And I tell these guys all the time now, I, you know, you always say like, uh, you know, coaches as they get older, you know, as soon as, they're, as soon as they're past 30 years old, you say, oh, I wonder if they can relate to the younger guys, you know. And I always tell them, heck, you 22 and 23 and 24-year-olds, you can't relate to the freshmen. You're worse than the coaches relating to those guys. <laughs> you look at those 18-year-olds like they came from another planet. So um, they're going to have a huge leadership challenge of reaching back and uh, and helping bring those guys along. Yeah, it's kind of like that big brother, little brother, since they're like, hey, my little brother is 66 years younger than me, coach. And it's yeah. like some things I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, I exactly. am your players. Yeah. You, you know, know I'm almost 40. He's in his mid-30s. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you walk in the locker room these days with the transfer portal and the COVID extra years and all that. You walk in there. I see more eye rolls in the locker room than I do from the staff talking to players. It's those other guys on the other side of the locker room like, what is that young guy talking about? And <laughs> what's he doing? So, yeah, it's a whole different era. No doubt, coaches, but it's fun, man. And I'm asking this coach, with the NIL and portal thing we have going on there, do you feel like you're getting better high school kids that you would never get a chance to talk to because the power of five guys are looking at all the known commodities per se. And that you're able to tap into a high school guy where they usually wouldn't get recruited by the big by the big boys, but now you can tap it and say, hey, it's a little dope. We have some wheel out in Charleston right here on the water. Got opportunity for you. You can get a guy there. I tell you what. Every night before I go to bed and say my prayers, I I, I pray that you're correct. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think we have a – that's my thought as well. And I think um, we have six freshmen on scholarship. I think it's a terrific class, a uh, lot of ability there. Uh, I think some people, you know, missed on, missed on them, those type of things. And um, like I said, I, I hope that uh, we both end up being correct in, in that area, that uh, it's a good area to be recruiting those guys. No doubt, because, Coach, I, I'm very biased to go to school because my dad's been on it. Right. So I'm, I'm very biased because my dad's been now a bit, you know. Thank God for the VA. They got me through school, man. It helped me out a lot. So I was 27, being with me and my brother. So I feel like, hey, the military schools, I'm all for you guys. I know what my dad meant to me and what he did in the Vietnam War. So I'm like, so I want y'all to do well. Uh, and I'm hats like, off. All those guys who served, uh, you just, just hats off. And I, I do everything I can. I'm going to go with another group of coaches in uh, August over to Kuwait. We go, uh, we went a lot. 
uh, five and six, seven years ago, but we're going back over now to put on some basketball tournaments for those, the troops over there in the middle East and do anything we can for, for those guys and what they provide for us. And coach, the story coach, my dad was, he got blew up by a landmine in Vietnam. Right. So when my dad, when I was kids, he's like, you had a tough day, son. He will go put to his skin and put a strap nose out of his skin and say, do you have a bad day now? Yeah, how about that? That how about taught that? me a lesson about yeah. enjoying everything. My dad, everything even today, his strap nose still there. You can see it. You can push out of his skin. It's like, so for me, it's like, I'm thinking it was a blessing. Like, days aren't bad. My dad had, had a really bad day, and he can yeah. still show it to his day. So it's like, so it's like, man, coach, I'm as blessed as I have, have a father. Because he could have died in the bed at war. But just what he showed me and my brother as a child, man, like, really made us who we are, are today, man. Uh, and no doubt in, in his bad day, provided all of us the opportunity to have a lot of great days. And so forever thankful, forever thankful. No doubt. And Coach Meskis, man, you've got two guys from the area here, uh, Madison, Gary, and, and Tony. Tell me about those two young men and what they bring to your program and how you've seen their, their games grow as well, man. So important guys in our program right now. As I mentioned, no no seniors, no juniors. Um, Tony and Madison you know, are, are two of our older scholarship guys as far as, you know, because they're sophomores and they've been through it for a year. So, um, they, again, the leadership that they, they're going to need to provide, and they've done a great job so far. You know, Madison was able to do uh, more last year coming in, uh, but I think they'll both have great opportunities this year. And uh, and Madison has worked really hard on his game. He he is able to – he brought a physicality in the backcourt we hadn't had in a long time. He's able to get downhill, get to the rim. Uh, he, he, as the year went on, he was able to learn how to use his size and defend, um, you know, at this level against the quicker, smaller guards. Um, Tony, Tony's another one. He, he's a rugged one, not afraid of contact. Neither one of those guys are afraid of contact. So they're, they're doing something right in Atlanta, <laughs> teaching those guys. They, they both, um, they both take charges. They put their body on the line every game and both, both, neither one of them afraid to mix it up. And coach, I saw you got, got Boston College coming to play you at home, man. Got Coach Grant to come on down and see you, man. So talk about getting 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 a big school like that, an HC school to come down and play you at home, man. And how cool that'll be for your fans and any expenses for the Hillsdale campus, man, in the community down there. Yeah, first power five to come uh since we were here last time in 2010. So big for our campus. Last time, you know, I would I, we were able to to get Michigan State, Coach Izzo, Southern Cal, OJ Mello's first game was here. Uh, Iowa, Clemson, South Carolina, West Virginia all agreed to come to McAllister back when I was here last time. Um, and it's been tough to, to I, I really want to upgrade the, the the schedule, the expectations, not only of our players, but our fan base and, and our standard. And so I, I I appreciate Earl Grant uh, like like you can't believe I just for him to to, to be willing to go on the road and give us this opportunity down here as we try to grow our program. And hopefully we'll be able to convince, you know, some other power fives teams to do it because it, you know, it, it, I think it's great. I think college basketball, I think it's meant to be played on campuses, you know, home games. Uh, I know it's become a really a neutral site thing. Uh, but I, but I think, um, you know, two things that I'm kind of partial toward is in season tournaments. I think basketball is kind of a, because you can play it each night. I think it's a great tournament sport. Um, and, and you see that in March, but I wish we saw that a little more in the regular season. And then the, um, you know, campus games where you get those, those student bodies out at the games, I think are just, are just fantastic. So we, we re also renewed our rivalry with the college of Charleston. They hadn't played them in numerous years. That game's always a sellout and brings great attention here. And, uh, coach Kelsey's done a phenomenal job over there, but hopefully we can, we can reclaim a little bit of the city, you know, from here in the next couple of years. But, uh, you know, I think that's, what's fun about college basketball is those, those type of games. 
100% coach. Well, that's what I got for you, man, coach. Uh, the son of the conference, man. I feel like it's getting better and better each year. The talent you are getting better each year. So talk about how this conference, man. It's one of the best mid-match conferences in the country, in my opinion. Top to bottom, there's no tough outs in the SoCon each night. And I know you have the coach, Dallas. It sucks so nicely, the coaches, <laughs> but it's so, but it's funny. But so it's also tough every night, though. And you see what you all can do. And I feel like if that people watch you all more, they'll see party of ball, man. You're playing in, in, in so so con right here in our backyard in Southland. Yeah, I think it's a fun, it's a terrific league, and and some of the things I think that go into making it such a good league. We've had some consistency. We haven't we haven't been expanding or, or subtracting teams as much as other leagues have. Uh, one thing that I think is is great for basketball is we play everybody twice, so it's a true round robin eighteen game schedule with the ten teams in the league. And I think basketball again, going back to what I think about the sport, I think. I think familiarity in basketball, you see it in the NBA playoffs every year. The more those teams play each other, well, it just it becomes better better and better basketball, right? Because of the rivalries and the intensity. And so we play each other twice. So and then you play them probably in the tournament. There's there's great familiarity, unlike some leagues. And um, and then the proximity of the teams where we're all pretty close to each other. Uh I, I think it's just a, a, a great, great league. And I love the fact that our conference tournament is in the same place every year in Asheville. Um Fans can you know can count on can count on going there uh, and and seeing every team in there. So it's just a a, a really good league, and I think it's I think we've got the right formula right now. Well, Coach Carnery, I thank you for your time today, man. Hope to see we land on recruiting find some more gyms, man. I love it. We gotta get get some eat, eat somewhere, man. Have a good time and bring bread, bread, man. It'll be fun, man. We'll bring it. We'll bring this C everywhere. There we go. <laughs> yes, and rep that C, Coach. Rep that C, man. Hey, Coach. Right. Well, as always, man. I'll see you soon, man. All right, take care. What's up, good people? Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. The latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wages, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use your promo code BLEAV, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online when the game starts. What's up, family? Jared the Boss Man here. You're tuned into the Boss Man Show on AM 1010, AM 1430, 105.5 The King. Get the King out at 105theking.com and the Boss Man Show at bossmanshow.com. Hit me up on Instagram, the Boss Man Show, Twitter at Boss Man Show, and Facebook, Boss Man Show. It's the Boss Man on your Radio. Listen to the Boss Man Show with your host, JR, Saturdays at 9 a.m. right here on AM 1010, The King. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. 
And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.